This is WFO Radio. Hey, everybody. Factory Stock Podcast is back. Joe Costello from WFO Radio. In the WFO Radio time slot, we're going to be talking constant aviation, factory stock showdown, one of my favorite categories. And I would encourage everybody out there who's watching live on the WFO feed to subscribe to Factory Stock Podcast for all the audio of these interviews with the stars of the Constant Aviation Factory Stock Showdown. Bill Skillman going to be joining us again, very similar to what we do on WFO Radio. If you win, you're on. It's as simple as that. So the dominant racers are the ones we get to know the most. And, of course, we spread it around a little bit in between. But as we are fighting our way back with Factory Stock Podcast, Bill Skillman has been the guy really taking over from Drew a couple of years ago where Drew went on and dominated and was the champ. We've got Bill Skillman just seconds away. I do want to remind everybody, though, to subscribe to the feeds and follow on social Thunder Valley Nationals. This weekend, it is going to be great. And a big shout out to all the WFO radio sponsors and partners, people who make it possible for me to create this content like phillipsconnect.com and, of course, Total Seal Piston Rings, samtech.edu, Marvin Rodax, coffeeandgrills.com, of course, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, FTI Performance Transmissions, VP Racing Fuels. Everybody has been so great. I already mentioned Total Seal. Let's go out and talk with a man who won again. This one is uh, was a very decisive victory. Mr. Bill Skillman. What's up, Bill? Hey, we, we meet again. How Joe, are you? Hi, Joe. Sorry to interrupt you there. No, How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm super excited to be going back racing again. We're going to be headed up to Thunder Valley. First time. We've had a, like a normal Thunder Valley race in quite some time. No 2020 race. 2021 was like, I don't want to call it half-baked, but it was at the end of the year. We only had a couple of categories. This is going to be the real deal, and you've got to be excited to get back in your hot rod. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I'm looking forward. I know they're making some changes on the track, doing a little grinding, it looked like, and a little prep. So uh, hopefully everything's good for uh, Bristol. Uh, you know, Bristol's always been a, a little bit of a bumpy track, and uh, you know it's uh, it's something that uh, you have to manage the racetrack. You know, it's uh, uh, you know hopefully they uh, they they straighten it out a little bit. I hope so, too. And, you know, we just had a conversation with uh, Alan Reinhardt yesterday about what their short-term and long-term plans are, and they both sound good, right? Like a little something for us this year, and then in the future, maybe a big something uh, out there at Thunder Valley, which would be great. But some people are probably listening and going, yeah, but aren't those, like, suspended race cars, like a real car? Do you feel bumps out there in these cars? You definitely feel bumps. Uh, you know, our cars, uh, at least my Ford, uh, I wouldn't say it's really well planted in the rear when it gets, you know, when, you know, it, it tends to paddle the tire down track and stuff. And, you know, uh, it's amazing. You know, I went to, you know, over 11,000 and some change at the finish line at Charlotte. So it was, uh, you know, it wow. got in something, some oil or something. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it can get, uh, it can get pretty hairy. You know, you, you feel that tire, tire paddling under you. you know? I can imagine. Okay. Let's talk about your round by round, which, uh, this is what this is. You had to run Anthony Troyer. Anthony had a final round out there in Gainesville and had probably the most 
heartbreaking loss situation you can have, and I wonder how it has affected the competition because his electric window switch broke. And I always talk about how cool it is that these cars have power windows and then roll up and down window, and that's great. And, oh, man, this is a race car. Except when this happens, it had to be a shocker for every single person out there in the pits. Like, oh, my gosh, my window doesn't go up. I don't get to race. What did you – you obviously won the round. He says he's never rolling his windows down ever again. What about well, you? Like, what do you think the conversation has been? Well, I tried to wait on him just to see if he could get, you know, if he could get going. And uh, unfortunately, they waved me on and said it was, you know, he, it, I had a, you know, competition single, which, you know, it's always great to get the win, but you like to, you do it one at a time. And he's a good racer. He's going to win some races. He's, he, you know, he's good with that left foot. He gets, he gets it, uh, he gets the car going and uh, you know, he'll, he'll have his, he'll have his day, but that, you know, write it down in that, that big old book, you got ways to lose, you know, and it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, you know, we've had that where the power windows wouldn't go up before and, you know, had to turn all the power on to get them to even go up, you know, to get uh, just too much voltage. You wow. Know, so. Is that worth uh, like, you know, okay. Hi, there's, there's cycle life on everything. Is uh window I switches. I don't know what his failure was. I don't know if it, if it just had too much power to it and it wouldn't like they're running, you know, the 16 volt batteries or whatever. And, you know, putting, uh, you know, too much voltage to it. It wouldn't, wouldn't work. I, I don't know. I don't know if it failed. I don't know if the wire fell off. I'm not really sure what happens. Wow. That's just amazing. That's but a bad, bad, bad luck. It's a big book. The book of ways to lose is a very oh, big book. Tall. It's it's just like a one, you know, understanding women. You know, the book is about this tall off the ground. That's volume one. You know, <laughs> totally get it. Second round, it was Lenny Lottig. It's funny because they raced each other in the final round of Gainesville, yeah. and you got a shot at both of them. And the consistency you guys demonstrated to me that was the story of the day. Low eighties, consistently going down the racetrack. Right. You know, Tommy and Dave do such a good job of finding the sweet spot of that car, you know, where, where we're not blowing the tire off. We're going down the track. You know, we, we aren't the fastest, you know, uh, zero to 60 by any means, but we run good through the middle and run good up top. So that's kind of, you know, they, 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 they come from that pro stock rank where you got to go down the track. You know, if you don't go down the track, you, there's no chance of winning. So yeah, sometimes we borderline on being, too conservative but uh, but that's okay you know they've done really good for me so you know if i'd been tuning it probably been a lot more of a hot you know <laughs> a <little> spicier. <laughs> well these guys are, are great and we the conversation about uh you know handling this team racing like you can't you can't unlearn what you know and you learned this whole group learned how to race pro stock at the highest of levels so now you're racing Car looks a little different, but how are you supposed to unlearn all of those things you learned running in pro stock? You can't, right? You're running that way, and it's working. Right, right. You can't. And, you know, they um, they are very methodical, and they work on one thing at a time, and they try to find out what makes the car, what makes, instead of making two or three changes at one time, you make one change and see, does it make, does it make a difference? Are we making any, you, you start making two or three changes at the same time. You have no idea what fixed it or what made it worse. Exactly. 
semifinal, you got to go up against the back-to-back champ, Aaron Stanfield. And what's been interesting, those guys have, uh, they've got a Ford now, right? So I, I think it's great because it's now there's understanding. It's not like there's a wall between the two manufacturers, the Ford guys and the Chevy guys. We got a guy out there who's got, who's building them both. Uh, Turk has built them both. And I think that cross-pollination is really important to understanding what works, what doesn't, what's fair, what's not fair, how to make the cars equal, um, you know, who's being asked to do too much or spend too much. All of that is great, but none of that has to do with what happened on the racetrack, which is you throwing down a 780 with a 1 to take him down. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's as tough as it gets. You know, you're not the champion multiple times for, for no reason, you know, and uh, they've got a great race team. Um, we're going to see what happens next week with the weight break. So uh, we'll see how competitive they are. If they're more competitive, if you know, if it's good for them, not good for them, you know, they're going to they're going to take off what fifty pounds. It's a big big chunk of weight. Yeah, big chunk of weight. So. Well, exactly. And so we'll you know, they've been they've been to all the finals and all the semifinals, and they're the one that gets the break. So it's kind of amazing, you know. <laughs> Well, I, you know, and th- those conversations, like I, I, they're fun to have, but I hate that we have to have them, right? But how else are we going to do this with the two different technologies, the four valves and the two valves and all these different, the shape of the car and the air, like there's so many variables. I think it's kind of a miracle they're as close as they are. Um, and MCA just made some changes, right? Like there's, there's a lot of changes going on to try to keep these cars within a certain window. You know, it's, uh, I guess it's always, I thought it was a heads up class, but it's really a parody class. You know, uh, you know, that's, uh, I guess that's really what NHRA drag racing is. They want, they want their class to be as close as they can be all the cars to be able to run as close as they can. And I guess let the driver do and the team do what they can do. You know, um, you know, I think our guys would do good in whatever if we were running a Dodge or if we were running a Chevrolet, I think these guys would do a really, really good job, you know, and, we love being in a Ford, especially since we sell Fords. So, right. Well, and that's that's a big part of it as well. We'll see how it all plays out, and uh, that, you know that weight break announcement. I'm kind of looking for uh, something to read from NHRA Racer, and uh, I I don't how here it is, way back the 18th, right? The Copo will be the weight minimum weight for the 2019 to 2022 Copo will be. Uh, reduced by 50 pounds from 35.75 to 35.25, based on that. So we'll just we'll just have to see how it works, right? And and how it all plays out. There's certainly a lot of them out there. Right, right. That's that's a big that's a big change. 50 pounds is a pretty pretty big wallop off at one time. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what the see how they run, you know, and, and see uh, see what it looks like after the weekend. And you even said it, though, and that's not always like 50 pounds is good, but where you get 50 pounds on a car like that, right? Like how much weight are in these cars? It doesn't feel like there could be a, that much weight uh, in these cars. Well, They're you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big boy. I'm, I'm full. So <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of weight in my car. Uh, you know, we... Uh, we don't have a ton of weight. We, uh, uh, you know, to, to get to that thirty-five seventy-five and maximum of thirty-six hundred, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be definitely north of that thirty-five seventy-five. You just don't want to pull in there and weigh light. So you know, you try to weigh eighty-five or ninety or something, and just uh, 
you know, try to race, race it there, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, it's, uh, when you pull all that weight out, what does it do for your ballast, you know, the balance of your car, you know, cause you've got weight hung, you know, on the nose or in the trunk or whatever. So what happens when you start pulling that weight out? We'll find out, I guess. We it's are good for them, not good for them. Right. And it might not be good for them. It might be good for them. It'll be, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out not long from now, a couple of days from now, uh, mm-hmm. at Thunder Valley and it should be great. And then the final round, you and Dan Condon, it was great to see Dan have a good weekend. Scott Libesher, they roll in. Danny started out hot. He, he he ran really good. I was really, really happy for him. Me too. And the final round, like I, I'm looking at the numbers and trying to recollect what went down. I think I was running around getting interviews at that point, but he hung tough with you to a thousand foot. And then it looks like just the way he had only went 174 miles per hour, maybe something was going away or who knows, but that was a tight race. It was a real tight race. Yeah. It was a couple foul. What, what, what and far apart. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, it was a tight race. He probably should have beat me. You know, I was late, you know, late on the tree and he was better than I was. Neither one of us were exactly great. Yeah. But, 86 uh, to a 63. So yeah, you, you know. it was, it was blinding up there. You couldn't see anything. It was just pure glare. So it was really tough. So what can you do if you hit it? Like if, you know, you get up there and you stayed shallow, like you normally stayed five tenths pro tree with those cars, the way they let you got to smash the gas, like, and you get it like, man, I got it. I crushed it, but I wasn't early. What's, what's the reaction time? Me, me it's uh, a good lights probably in the thirties. You know, I see these guys that are seven, eights and tens, but not my car doesn't do that. You know, it just doesn't react like that. Now, whether it's me, probably me being old <laughs> who knows you know but uh yeah it's uh you know i'm kind of that used to be that 30s to 50s guys and i've been terrible this year but uh hopefully it gets better well if for, not for the competition because you're already running real well and you ran comp out there also so you won in showdown and you uh i remember you ran real well in comp out at the four wide and you've got the two cars and running one in comp has that been helpful to you to run a showdown car in comp it's not exactly the same but i'm sure there's data that transfers right like you ran comp with this yeah. with the older car uh you know 30 minutes yeah, ago 14 car yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that we, we don't really, I don't think we really look at one and look at the other. No, because we don't, we don't run them the same way. You know, we're not running the, the black cars hard, you know, so it's, uh, but it, it runs good. It, it's, it's a good race car, but you're leaving on a totally different tree. So that, that kind of changes everything, you know? Yes. Yeah. The five ten sportsman tree with, right. for me, I think it's amazing to see you spot alters. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah, like the, well, the the visual of, of a showdown car in comp eliminator, and it would be also true for a Hemi car, to see you spotting like you know K altereds. It's got a four cylinder. It's an altered Bantam style, and you have to wait for them in a thirty six hundred pound street car. Like that's awesome. Car. It is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. You should be you thinking you're going to be chased. So, it, but it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed running comp. Um, it's It's been fun this year, so uh, hopefully we'll get a win, you know, just see what we can do. We should have had one by now or maybe two, but uh, 
you know, the driver kind of let us down there. Wow, you keep saying that, but I'm sure the guys are very happy uh, with their driver. So let's preview a little more Thunder Valley in that uh, we've got a good good uh, list of entries. The usual suspects are all out there. This one is uh, a special race, the showdown being out there, and it's Father's Day weekend. Uh, we're going to see a Drew appearance. Does this guy race anymore? Reinhardt was asking know. about I, him. I can't get Drew out. Drew's raising babies and, and working, you know. So Yeah, I told Reinhardt. you got to stay home and send me a check, you know. Okay. Well, at least <laughs> the, the, the flow. you got the flow going in the right direction. No, he's, uh, you know, he is, uh, he's enjoying working and he's enjoying, he's a great father and I'm really proud of him for, you know, what a, what a great dad he is. And, uh, Hopefully we'll get him back in the race car. You know, he's, uh, you know, I don't know why he wouldn't want to run, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to do his thing at work, which I'm really proud of him. And, you know, he's a good daddy. So, yeah. Well, he, he likes, he's the kind of guy, my estimate is that he likes, he gets the, you know, the, the selling of the cars, right? Like what he does, his job yeah. gives him a thrill Maybe not exactly the same as racing, but he's into it. He's not the kind of guy who shows up to work because he's got to go to work and everybody's got to go to work. You got to go to work. No, he goes to work to get after it. Like he right. is motivated by his job. It's something that he actually gets a, a, a thrill out of. Exactly. Yeah. He's uh, he's enjoying the car business. You know, he uh, he as much as he raced, he, you know, he was here three days and then gone three days and gone, you know, and it, it, it's hard to get into any type of rhythm, you know, in the car business, hard to earn any respect from the people that you work with. You know, if you're, if, you know, if you're not there, it's hard to, hard to lead people if you're not there quite a bit. So you got, you know, he's, he's earning his stripes right now. That's what he's doing. So. I like it. Good. Yeah. Earn the stripes. Not like his dad who can just blaze out of there and go race. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, he won the U.S. Nationals. You know that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big deal. Uh, looking at the entry list, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I don't see as many Fords as I would like, though. Just you and David Janik, and I still am wondering about that. Now, okay, that fifty pounds that we just heard about that could be annoying to some out there. But what do you think is the deal, or is it still just? Um, schedule wise like the ford guys like to run over there on the nmca side and they are more regional but this race seems like it would be close enough for a lot of those uh, michiganders and others to come hit well you know you've got um uh, you've got chicken man that lives in tennessee so you know we'd love to see him there you know i think it real what it boils down to is the, these ford motors are very very fragile they're not they're not made to be, do to be doing what they're doing. You look at a, a Dodge piece or a Chevrolet piece, they're, they're race motors. They're, you know, they're race blocks, they're race cylinder heads. They're, they're, they were developed ground up as a race piece. These were streetcar motors is what they are. And, you know, they just don't, they don't have enough cylinder head bolts. You know, they don't have, they don't have the things to make them, they're, they're fragile. And, and we're tearing them up and they're just starting parts. I mean, there aren't any blocks. There, you know, there, there, there's no, you know, can't get valves, can't get pistons, you can't get rings, you know, uh, it's, uh, it, it's crazy. And, um, you know, we went out and bought a couple used blocks because we couldn't get any blocks, you know, so just so we had some stuff on the, uh, on the shelf. So yeah, we were... not, 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 not any parts. So that, that's, that's the biggest problem. You know, they're looking at running them and, you know, how many races can I get out of this for after freshen it or do something? or it blows up or, you know, spits head gasket out or whatever. 
uh, you just, I guess you've got to pick your poison, you know. That makes sense. We had we this conversation uh, early in the week about uh, the Nitro ranks, though, and like pro stock, which is all aftermarket stuff, and that those guys were able to get ahead of the supply chain issues. It's got to be much more difficult when you're at the whim of a manufacturer and you're part of like a massive supply chain with parts and pieces, and they're trying to get stuff for the lot. Like I, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the, the chip shortage, all of that stuff is still affecting the lots, the guy like for regular cars, not just performance cars. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, we have so few Fords on our lot right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's like I'm selling asphalt, not, not cars, you know, I have lots of asphalt, but uh, you know, it's been, the, the model has changed a little bit. We have a lot more people ordering cars and a lot more people that are pre-buying cars that are coming in. So it, it, you know, those cars are, we're selling cars, but they're just, they're not really ever sitting on the lot. You know, you've got to kind of come in, find out what you have coming or decide what you're going to order. It's kind of how it's been. Um, we have some brands that we're getting, you know, more allocation on and other brands are, are suffering, you know, right now, the domestics Ford and GM, both are, have been super short on vehicles. So, you know, we have uh, Hyundai and Kia and we're getting, we're getting product from them. Not what we'd like to have, but getting pretty good product from them. So, wow. Well, hopefully we're at the, uh, you know, the final phases of this situation that we've been in for the past I don't past think so. Years. No? I, I think we're still right in the middle of it. I, I don't think anybody has an answer right now. Yikes. So everything is so chip, uh, you know, thirsty. Everything in electronics just keep getting, you know, more, more computer power, more computer power, and there's more demand for more chips. And, that, you know, a lot of people think there's one or two chips in a car. A loaded F-150 has 1,500 chips. Our electric cars can have 3,000 chips. So now they're in clusters. They're different. You know, I don't, you know, but they're not. There's a lot of chips that are involved. It's not just a, a single chip that, that, you know, that you're waiting on or two chips, you know. Wow. Yeah. I so don't, a, lot I, of, a lot of decontenting, a lot of, uh, you know, you, you don't get to get all the, maybe the bells and whistles you wanted. You might not be able to get that collision avoidance or, or heated seats or, you know, start stop or, or whatever, you know, some of the things that, uh, sunroofs, they're just trying to eliminate as much stuff as they can to be able to build, build product. Got it. Well, you know, I normally have a positive spin for things, but not that. So I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I wish we did. Yeah. I wish we did. You no, know? It, it is what it is. But this is the downside, right, to loading the vehicles up. Like, you remember cars when they were just a car, right? Like, just a car. And you drove it, exactly. and it looked cool, or it didn't, and you felt cool about it, and it got you there. Now they're data centers, and your people are working from them, and their office is there, and they got to have all this. And, and, and the safety stuff, like, people's lives are being saved. But it takes more to do that. Right. Right. Sometimes. You know, you... Uh, instead of visiting the dealership now, a lot of times they're going to do automatic downloads for reprograms on your car. You'll never, while you're sleeping, you'll never know what happened. So, you know, Amazing. transmission's not shifting right. You know, they see something wrong. They do a download overnight and you've got, you know, transmissions fixed, you know. So <laughs> there's going to be a lot more of that. You know, it's uh, a lot of these cars are coming with modems now. And, uh, you know, it's uh, pretty, pretty data, data heavy. You know, it's a, it's, it's a different world. Very Formula One, uh, yeah. but that's the way it's going, right? Like, that's the technology. Yeah. That's the way it's going. At least they're not flying yet, right? They're still yeah, driving. Exactly. exactly. Uh, Hyundai Hyundai wants to build flying cars, so they're, they're saying they're going to be building those for us. So uh, 
we'll see. See one day. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm. I don't want to call myself a futurist or anything. And Drew always talked about uh, this with uh, with Pro Stock, the you know technology and what's available and what you can do and tuning cars from Wi-Fi and that we shouldn't be afraid of any of it because it's here and it's coming, and that's that's just the way it goes. And uh, I and I agree in many ways, but this is also the tough side of it. Someone's got to make all that stuff, and you got to control the uh, the supply line. And if you got issues and everybody wants the same chips, then there's a problem. And then it becomes a bidding war for those chips and who's going to give the most for them. And, you know, so. Yeah. Yikes. Is there anything that we, you know, factory stock showdown related? I love how we got off topic, by the way, Bill, because you're, <laughs> hey, you're a very knowledgeable guy when it comes to this. Right. And when you offer an opinion, I'm listening because it makes a lot of sense. You move a lot of cars. I've driven past. I know how big that place is. And I think it's great. But as far as constant aviation factory stock showdown, is there anything that you wanted to say to the fans of the category, the folks out there listening to WFO about the race this weekend or about the category that we haven't already covered? You know, the category, if you if you love heads-up racing and you want to look at a car that you can drive down the road or looks just like a car you're driving down the road, there's not a better class out there. Great racing, super tight, you know, super tight finishes, you know. Uh, when, when the track's good, it's it's amazing how tight these cars are, you know, the whole field. And it's, uh, you got to be on your game, you know. it's uh, And we've had multiple winners. That's the great thing about it, you know. It's... Uh, it's not just one person's been dominating this series over the years. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of round robin around. A lot of people have had their chance in the winter circle, and uh, that just shows what a good, good class we have, you know, out there. Good racers. Absolutely. No, it's going to be fun to watch. I always get excited when when Factory Showdown comes up. I get excited. My only beef is, and I know why they don't let you burn out across the starting line. I get it, but there's not enough time to tell the story. No. No, class runs bam, fast. It's bam, bam, bam. I mean, our class is done in five seconds. You're exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I think they should we let need, you. They need more time in between. You know, it would really, I, I think that the fans would want to hear that. You know, they want to hear the, you know, they should be able to hear the the, the stuff that's going on, you know, um, and, and the commentary that you guys are making about the drivers. So they know more about the driver, you know, so that that's. That's yeah. one thing would be great that, you know, if you were able to hear, you know, before the burnout, there's a dead time or whatever. And there's, you know, they, they talk about them or, or, you know, or after, you know, it, 15 it, it seconds yeah. more per pair per uh, session would make all the difference in the world. Um, it's just it's it's a very interesting class because it runs quick. It's a very quick running. class. Here they are. One o'clock Here and they they're done Boom. at one ten. Done. Yeah. Used to prep in front of us and, you know, uh, but that kind of went away. You know, it's a drag one way and a drag drag back the other way, and off we go. And uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, and, and you know our class can be very tricky, especially when you're running behind. When they switch up the, you know, you, you get behind the wrong cars in the class before you, uh, you, you know, you, you look up and there's, you know, there's no track there. You know, you've the, they pulled all the rubber up, and it's got you know, crew chief's got to be really good and go up and make the right call on your car. I love it. The drama. Bill, thank you very much. Say hi to Drew. We'll see you this weekend. Father's Day weekend, and good luck in another one. All right. Let's get all the fans out there. Thunder Valley is a great place to watch a race. What a what a beautiful track. It's, uh, it's a neat area. Absolutely. Now we'll be there. Out there. All right, Bill. Thank you. Bill Skillman. 
winner of the Virginia Nationals in Constant Aviation Factory Stock Showdown, previewing the Thunder Valley Nationals here on uh, WFO Radio, Factory Stock Podcast, and that is pretty cool. Yeah, like how about, I know Stock Eliminator, you don't burn out across the starting line, I get it, but... They run so quick, like between pair, it's probably the quickest category. I would say it's the quickest category of all the categories from burnout to top end of the racetrack to turn off because they can turn off really easily. All right, guys, that's going to do it. I encourage you to subscribe. Big thanks to all the sponsors of WFO Radio and the people who make it possible for me to go out there and do this. Talking about Phillips Connect and VP Racing Fuels. Talking about FTI Performance Transmissions and Total Seal Piston Rings. Talking about SamTech.edu, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, Marvin Rodax, CoffeeAndGrills.com, and of course, the folks at CIP1. If you're an air-cooled Volkswagen guy, you got to hit them up on their website, CIP1.com. That is going to do it for this edition. We have got more WFO later in the week. If you're in one of those Factory Stock Showdown message boards, we encourage you to share the show, comment on the show, follow the podcast. We're trying to build things back up once again. That's going to do it for this edition of Factory Stock Podcast. Bill Skillman, thank you very much, and we'll see you at the races.